Welcome, good morning, afternoon, good evening, depending on when you're listening, everybody, to The Impression Podcast. Ray Salmon's here, and I have two guests with me today. I got Ike and Jay. Ike, uh, we'll have you go first. Could you uh, introduce yourself and kind of your your entrepreneurial path for the uh, public? Oh, my God. Where do I start? Okay, so my name is Ike Gazarian. Um, I'm an Armenian who was born in Soviet Union um, with a, a lot of Russian influence. And we lived in Russia for the longest time. And my family, my mom, wanted to move to the United States for the longest time because it's hard to run a successful business. It's very cutthroat mm-hmm. in Russia. Uh, you know, poverty, not a lot of uh, options uh, to live a great life. And so when we moved to here to the United States in 1998, San Francisco, <clears throat> that's when I started hustling, working right away, literally like the second, third day as an immigrant kid with no English. Um, and I will, will always wanted to own my own restaurant. Um, and then, you know, car business, restaurant. There, there are a lot of things that I love, like food, alcohol, and cars. And so everything that I did kind of evolved, involved with that. So I've owned two or three different restaurants, uh, hookah lounges, as you remember. As, as I remember very well. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, you know, now I have a fine dining restaurant. We have a wedding hall and uh um an rv an auto dealership maintenance repair and then in between whatever whatever we can get our hands on import export a uh, little bit of everything really uh, this is a great country you can do anything you want just you kind put of your mind to it you know putting your uh putting the foot on the gas pedal gas pedal to the floor and just <clears throat> all the way no breaks no breaks no breaks. let's do it all the way yeah. and uh and jake you tell us a little bit about your experiences uh yeah uh so my name is James Jordan. You know, I go by Jay. Uh, I'm the CEO of Next Gen Entertainment. It's a uh, Afro-Caribbean event production company. Uh, it's based out here in San Diego. Um, we're really big into uh, the culture out here, as far as being uh, being a being like African Caribbean descendant. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of people understand this, but there's a really big community out here. However, we don't really talk to each other a lot and it kind of feels as if like we're homesick you know there's a couple restaurants here and there for like jamaican or you know haitian food and all this other stuff but there's not like a lot of like that vibe that you can find if you go to the islands in itself so me and a couple of her guys um actually one guy specifically uh his name is awan mckenzie uh also known as dj cooley he uh me and we got together and we decided hey why not just start our own group and because of that uh, we created Next Gen. From Next Gen, we started, you know, doing events. Started out with just, you know, small time DJing here and there to get our own uh, group together, to get our own equipment, to actually just start producing our own stuff. And uh, yeah, it's a uh, Caribbean style, yeah, yeah, Caribbean style. But we do a lot more than just, you know, do throw parties. We we sell experiences, you know. And I want people to understand, like, if you come to our event you will remember what it's like to have a authentically good time but also you're safe you're in a safe environment yeah, but you're yeah. also able to have fun it's f- yeah, full immersion yeah it's full immersion. full immersion but at the same time you just you just want to come back again that, that that's it you talk you talk a little bit about that that safe environment yeah. and everything um what's some of the notions that people have that would make it like not safe like say say instead yeah. of doing like the experience here where we, we talk about it it's purely safe it, mm-hmm. it's, it's good to go right 
um, versus trying to go and travel to that location? And like, what are what are some of the differences that? Okay, uh, some of the differences is one security. Not only that, but not not a lot of people know this, but next gen is comprised of veterans um, and active military personnel, including myself. Uh, I'm in the Marines. I'm currently. <laughs> I'm currently uh I'm getting out in the next uh few months. Um but uh with that I want to be able to take the time to like have people understand that we uh, we pride ourselves on not only the experience but also security first and foremost. Uh I'd like to uh let everyone know that we have armed security guards at our events at all times. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I think it's also the fact that a lot of people, when they hear Haitians, for instance, like you got that whole area. Yeah. And so the Haitians are, are, are the wildest ones. That's what, you know, for <laughs> as, as, a, as a white person, you know, like you 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 hear like all this stuff happening in Haiti. Like you hear Dominican yeah. Republic, you're like, okay, yeah, Dominican Republic is chill. But the moment you hear Haitian, and so I think that what, what he maybe that fear of, of some people visiting something yeah. like that might come from just, it, it's dumb, but it, it could be in their head thinking, okay, Every single movie that I've seen where they had Haitian people, for instance, they yeah. always played the bad guys. It's like the Russian. Exactly. Yeah. Remember the movie, um, uh, what was that movie where, where it was Miami, um, Will Smith was in it. Oh, Bad Boys? Bad Boys. Yeah. You remember there was the Haitian <laughs> gang over there. There was the Haitian gang over there that was stealing cars yeah. and doing all kinds of bad stuff. But there's like U.S. Virgin Islands, right? There's... There's a, the whole Caribbean, Caribbean, there's, there's a huge You deal with a lot of that too with the restaurant right now, right? I do, yeah. yeah so Pushkin? <laughs> Pushkin? Yeah, Pushkin restaurant. We, yeah. we get a bad rep right now. But um, that I'm, I'm, I didn't know that this, that's what you do. I was just met today. And yeah. um, it's, it's awesome that you, you showed that part of the culture. Because the music is amazing. Everybody loves Caribbean. And, and the moment you think about it right away, you think like, you know, Beach, white sands. I'm on vacation. Coconut, like yeah, yeah. yeah. You, just, you just have that beautiful scenery. Mm -hmm. I gotta come check out one of your parties for sure. Might as well. You know, I have a wedding hall, and we have events there all the time. We have really? parties all the time, so we can sit, fit like six, seven hundred people there. I would love for you to have one of your events at our location. Honestly, yeah. be great. We should definitely get together. Yeah. And I will attend. One hundred percent. I would be more than happy for you to attend because the thing is, this is like not only do we do it for like other caribbean uh other caribbean people that are out here but mm -hmm. we also do it for military personnel like i said you know we're yeah. we also have a uh, active and well, also veterans the music is good the being good. military myself i'm also in the transition process of uh getting out of the navy um one of the things that i love most was the traveling yeah and uh getting to fully immerse you know i've been to dubai i've been to singapore i've been to japan i've been to uh, not not with the navy, but I've been to England, and it's mm. just the the full cultural immersion. I've been to the Caribbean myself too. That you kind of see um, going to a traditional restaurant or seeing like a, even Hawaii, like with like a luau or something like that. Just this the culture that's so much different than ours, and being able to be a part of it is so educational. Um, it helps you understand other people's backgrounds and where they came from. And, you know, you get away from this. Oh, this person's not like me. Well, you, you yeah. kind of got to just got to understand the whys. Like yeah. how, how other people were raised isn't all going to be the same. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, this being the most diverse country in the world, you <laughs> yeah. shouldn't have those kind of questions, period, to begin with. Because, like, living in the United States, you know, when you live in, like, when I lived in Russia, for instance, you know, there was some diversity, but mostly yeah. it was diversity between groups of people that speak the same language. 
no matter what. Yeah, but here in the United States, you have everyone from every single corner. And so I'm still surprised that some of the questions that come up as racism and things like that still exist in a country that was, yeah. was built completely on yeah. uh, on immigrants. Like, yeah. you know, where you look around. So it's funny. So I, the wedding hall that I have, I opened this wedding hall. And in my mind, I was thinking, okay, we're going to have weddings. Yeah, We're going to have weddings nonstop. It's going to be just weddings. And I was picturing, you know white people getting married mexicans you know just i mean black people doesn't yeah. matter but, but love, love is love kind of like american wedding venue it went completely opposite way um i'm in a location where we have somalis ethiopians mm. haitians um cubans and uh mexicans we, we and everything that we have is either like somali or ethiopian wedding birthday or quinceanera I do one, <laughs> one American, like American Tra tra traditional yeah, yeah. wedding uh, every six months or so. So everything that I have and, and I've, and I, I, I had no idea who like Somalis really were mm -hmm. yeah. or who Ethiopians are or Nigerians or Republic of Congo. Cause that's the, 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 the primarily the area that I'm yeah. in. And now I, I love the food. Everyone is so different. The, the culture, the, the way people dress. It just open up, opens up your eyes. Like, I don't need to travel anymore to, like, uh, yeah. Ethiopia or Somali <laughs> or Congo. <laughs> or it's, it's, it's coming to you. Because it, yeah. it comes to me a every day. A couple times a month. <laughs> At least a couple of times a month. Yeah. But uh, it, it's amazing how the culture is, is so different from um, from what I'm used to. And So just to piggyback on this culture, I, mm -hmm. I want to I take it to you. Uh, we talked about the immigrant factor. Um, obviously a country full of immigrants and, you know, we, we sell the American dream. What kind of, uh, was the catalyst for you to like, want to jump and take and just, you know, never stop running? Um, so it's, it's funny. I, my family moved from one place to another. We kind of went, went from one war zone to another. So like I was born in a country called Azerbaijan. And I'm Armenian ethnically and our people lived there for, for hundreds of years in harmony with the with the Azerbaijanis. But then um, the Soviet Union was coming to a collapse. Every state starts separating, every, every country starts separating in, in Soviet Union, every block. And the Armenians and Azeris, they had this one piece of land that they couldn't um, couldn't figure out who it belongs to. And, and it was somewhat planned initially by Russians to have that seed. They plant that seed so in case shit goes wrong mm -hmm. these two countries yeah could, could be a war and they can control it or proxy thinking yeah. yeah and so russians at that point kind of allowed that war to go on and so the people who look identical almost just like the ukrainians and, and the russians right now they went into war and they start fighting and so we had to leave our home and everything behind and run away to uzbekistan and then you know when the soviet union did collapse in uzbekistan if you want uzbek the nationals movement kind of kicked in so if you weren't muslim if you weren't uzbek if you were christian armenian you definitely couldn't um achieve what you wanted to do you could still live there it'll be fine they wouldn't be racist towards you but you would never yeah. make a lot of money they would never let you connections connections so like if if you try to get this job they'll rather give it to the local okay. to the muslim than than to give it to you so my parents are like look we're not gonna achieve shit here let's get out of here we moved to russia without you know in russia we can do things, but then we also, I've had racism um, towards us because Armenians look a little different than mm -hmm. Russians. You know, you could pass for a Russian a lot more than, than me. You know, we look more like... I mean, if they start 
trying to speak like search. And, uh, maybe I can bring it. Maybe you uh, could. So, so even in Russia, um, <laughs> could I pass for Russian? <laughs> Black Russian, yeah. There are a lot of African Africans, not African Americans. There are a lot of Africans in Russia. So um, in Moscow, especially students. But anyways, we couldn't. My mom realized that there's no way we could be successful, and she she kept thinking about the United States. She always wanted to come to the United States. And so when we came here, you know, we were hungry, we were broke, and we had nothing but, like, motivation. Yeah. And, and that we were eager to, like, blend in and start making money, working. And and I, I kind of see that, you know, if you look around, you see a lot of immigrants. Why are they doing, a lot of them, why are they doing so well? It's because they're hungry, they're determined, and they, 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 need, they have that need for money, they need that for work um you know like i was just thinking about the other day also is like you know you're walking around and you see a lot of like poverty you see a lot of homeless yeah. people you don't see immigrants among those homeless people mm -hmm. because they don't have time to to waste they they want to work so, non-stop it's really funny when i was in college uh, i have a bachelor's in chronology and one of the sociology courses that we went over just talked about crime and that there has to be a, an opportunity for crime. But, but I mean, look at everybody. There's an opportunity for crime to be present all the time. Yeah, you absolutely. can do something criminal like 24-7. But then when there's a need, when there is a need to do crime, and then it's a decision. And what you're explaining right now is something very similar from an immigrant mindset, is that there is a need to be successful yeah. in an entrepreneurial field. It is, it is a mindset that they have, like you can't not be successful. You, ha you have to do something and keep churning until you start seeing results. Well, you run away from your country where you know you don't have a future and you come to the country where you 100% know you have a future and you can succeed. And this is like the plan C or D for a lot of people because they tried plan A and they're mm -hmm. coming home. They pl tried plan B. They tried plan C. None of their plans work. And, and this is like the last thing. And if you fuck up here, so what, what was the what was that one what was that one turning piece that started to showed you it's gonna go how I want it to? If you wake up in the morning, you put your mind on something, and and you really go after what you want to do, yeah, it's gonna happen in this country. Anything you put your mind to, mm -hmm. you can succeed. Yeah, it's it's just you have to have a little bit of patience, a little bit of luck, but mostly ninety nine percent of it is is determination it's determination to do it yeah so you just you just woke up one day and you were like it's gonna happen yeah like you, like you just kind of felt it. What, what what about you jay talk about talk about your business and what you're building as a career post military service and you know again thank you for your service thank you uh, but what, what, what was the uh what was that one kind of moment for you that you were like there's a need for this i'm gonna provide it and i'm gonna provide it the best way all right uh, so for me, my, my need, uh, it started out when I was young, when I was 17, I, I was really big into dancing. I, I love to dance and I love to cook, love to dance, but it's just something I, I felt as my form of expression, you know? And, uh, when I, you know, Snuck into a club. Um, <laughs> 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 snuck into a club. I uh, <laughs> I was listening to the music and, you know, I was just doing my thing, just enjoying myself. And I got approached by one of the promoters and like, hey, yo, we, uh, 
want you to come roll with us for a little bit because we like how you move, you know, you attract a crowd. I'm just like, all right, cool. So after that, I started working with uh, Wolfpack Entertainment on San Diego. And because of their influence, their connections, their uh, their motivation, and some of the uh, some some and some of the upbringing that I had for myself, as far as you know, being in events and just growing with that, learning with that, being born into it from my own family, uh, it showed me that with how I am as an individual and the energy that I carry, I attract people. But the only thing is like being out here. There are certain places where you can attract folks, but at the same time, are they going to have a good time? Yeah. You know? So going forward after a meeting up with Wolfpack, uh, I started bringing people to their events. You know, I worked as a promoter. You know, I was bringing people, but they weren't really having a good time. And I felt like, you know, you know, these guys, you know, they're, they're, if these guys are to do this better or do this differently, they can improve the experience for the individual. Innovation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, uh, you know, my words fell on deaf ears. Uh, That's what happens most of the time. Yeah. yeah. With yourself then. Exactly. <laughs> if, if, if nobody's going to listen to the innovation that's going to make something better, right? And, and it's, they're, va- they're valid points that you're bringing up and you can't like on paper be like, no, there, there's a reason why that this can't happen. Then you, it's almost like you have an obligation. Mm-hmm. To break away and do it, do it better, and do it, do it the way that everybody else needs. Is that your background from Caribbean side, or you just love that music and that vibe more that you do it yourself? It's honestly all of the above. I'm Caribbean African descent. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not only that, but as far as you know, the business aspect goes, I thank my father for that because he's he ran clubs when I was not only like before I was even born. Mm-hmm. right he ran clubs in san diego los angeles new jersey like this man did it all and he came from like you know um a imp- like essentially impoverished background yeah um my story is very like you know crazy so i just don't really want to get into it. i just be very general with it but because of what he had taught me growing up i took everything that i learned from him and i took everything from my life experiences and i created a brand with my friend and we just created something. I feel like it's a movement at this point, yeah. you know? Well, I, I would argue kind of knowing a little bit about uh, both of your your backgrounds up to this point that it's the brand, Yeah. you know, uh, with very successful with Pushkin uh, restaurant that you have right now, you, you put a brand on it. And, yeah. and even from building uh, the hookah lounge was a step right before that. But yeah. you, you kind of built a, a fan base almost based off of a certain brand that you were putting forward. And, and Jay, you're doing the same thing. You kind of built that brand and that's what's helping both of you now and, and the generation of wealth is with that with that fan base that kind of works off of off of the brand. It also has to work really easy. Like, you know, for instance, I, I can tell that Jay loves doing what he's doing. That's another thing is like you have to love doing what you're doing yeah. and it's going to come a lot easier. If you're in it just for the money um, and you don't have any... Um, <laughs> If you don't no have passion. any like no passion for it yeah it's it's bound to fail just for instance like he was just talking about the story with, with the with the group that he was with it almost seemed like they were just in it for the money they didn't it, care for the experience of the people yeah and you saw those mistakes and then you bounced started your own thing it's yeah. you have to you have, your heart has to be there yeah, that's or else kind of where i'm doing my shift too uh you know 
coming out of, I was officer in the military, you know, you make a good living doing mm -hmm. things like that. And now I'm, I'm doing personal training on yeah. the side I'm becoming the best that I can be. And I see the same type of needs in the, uh, health and, and wellness industry that, that can go forward, but I'm so passionate about it, but it, it's very interesting because it's not in a traditional sense how we've been talking about culture, but you build a culture yeah. around your, your personal fitness too. Uh, you build a culture where it's routine every day or what mm -hmm. you, the things that you eat and uh, the how you sleep and how much water you drink <laughs> and, and just all these things in it's, general. It's, it's hard. I know it for myself, like to make yourself wake up and go to the gym and to mm -hmm. eat healthy and not to eat crap. And this country like is so obese. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, everyone man. is just because, you know, like oh, back at home, we didn't have all this frozen food we didn't have all these things on on demand the and instant people, the instant meals the instant yeah. meals and i think like you know the generation now is like instant gratification mm -hmm. so like nobody wants to go to the gym for three months to see a small result or, or two months even that is they that is want big like thing i run into. right away that is a big thing right i run away. into and I, I try to tape everybody's <laughs> expectations up, up up front because another thing that people don't realize is that um muscle weighs more than fat mm-hmm so when you start losing fat, you, you could look you could look better, mm -hmm. but you weigh you weigh more. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you put more muscle on, and they go and yeah. step on the scale, and it's all well. This isn't what I signed up for, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, do you, but do you look you better? Do, uh, but do you look better? You have um, to do that voice, huh? Yeah. So how about, how about, how about <laughs> <this>? <laughs> we all know who that is. Hey, they failed successfully. All right. <laughs> <laughs> how about, how about this with both of your your businesses? You're you're selling experiences yes, with a lot of Caribbean and a bomb food. Oh, of and, course. And, and and you have your own restaurant which mm -hmm. has some bomb food with some genuine Russian experiences kind of got going on right there. How about you know trying to live more of a healthy life with just having that surround you? How about that? Like that's got to be hard. Just having that good food around you at all times. Oh man! Yeah, <laughs> and alcohol. You know, forget about the food. It's just having them. Uh, unlimited <laughs> having your own of bar yeah, unlimited amount of alcohol. You know, at, at first, you know, you, I, I could say honestly, like at some point, I was like, okay, I think I'm drinking too much. Um, <laughs> but then you kind of get Never used that. to the fact that it's there. You don't have to touch it. You don't have to drink it. Yeah, necessarily. So, you know, you try to make it like only a Friday or Saturday thing. Yeah. Or other days, you know, you don't want to drink on Monday or Tuesday. It's, it's yeah. weird, you know, to say the least. But the food, we have healthy food. So, like, um, you know, I feel like I'd, I'd get fat more from eating junk food than eating, yeah. like, yeah. well-prepped uh, steaks, meats, salads, and whatnot. It's it's the instant, instant stuff that, that really I call, makes I call it the Panda Express effect. So you can eat, you can have Chinese food, and you can see a lot of a lot of Chinese food are in pretty good shape. Yeah, and you have authentic Chinese food, and it's healthier because of how it's prepared. But you go to Panda Express with all those sauces. Mm. Oh yeah, and, and sauces. I'll watch Panda Express gonna try to cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you go, hey, you get all those Panda. sauces and everything, and that's what makes it harder. That's where all the calories come from, and it, it's a yeah. little bit different. My kid loves Panda Express after school. He's a Papa. Can we go to Panda? And I think the reason why he loves it is because they have the little kids meals. Oh man! And then you know they're, they're kind of like McDonald's. They trick you and go in there. They'll give you like little stuff for the kids, 
and he he doesn't he doesn't even like the food as much as he likes the the, the toy or the sweets that that they include with he just it. Wants the fortune cookie. And no, he likes orange chicken too. But then there's so much fat inside yes. that orange. It's delicious. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, it's delicious. <laughs> but it is really bad. Let, let him enjoy it a little bit while he's younger. He's yeah. got that metabolism. Exactly. Yeah, well, it's costing me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how about from the from your side, Jay? So from our side, actually, our food is really healthy. To be honest with you, especially with how it was like with how it's prepared. Um, it's it's just that you know not a lot of people understand this. Really, even know this. Like, there's actually like, vegan diets in like in you know Caribbean cuisines especially like for me like jamaican yeah mm -hmm. uh you know there's um you can cook jackfruit you can you can just survive off fruits and vegetables like the fruits back in jamaica are very sweet and it's just they're very filling too and you don't really have to worry about much of really anything you don't see many fed jamaicans people fastest nation in the world i mean <laughs> i mean how many times did they win the olympics the, the jamaican runners are like some of the it's they, they got a bobsled team. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that. That would Yo. be funny. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, you don't see fat Chinese people. You don't see fat Jamaicans unless it's a it's a, it's, a, it's an American Jamaican maybe. But like you you watch like you don't see really like the, the Asians too. Yeah. I, I think you know once those people start moving to the United States and a lot of them start eating junk food, then you're yeah. gonna have fat Asians because. Yeah. In China, there aren't many fat people, but all of a sudden, Good. you have them. America, the supersize me culture. The supersize me culture, yeah. <laughs> Yo. I don't know what it is. It's also like that thing where you have to, I think, the fact that you have to, like, photograph your food every time you eat it now. <laughs> I don't know what that is. And you have to, like, you know, people, like. You know what? I think it make it taste better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my wife does like. I thought it, it at least at least burns a, a couple more calories by holding your arms over the food for so long. And the light, don't forget the light, kind of burns <laughs> it off as like a wave. <laughs> People before us didn't eat so much. Like everything, so much revolves around eat, food. Eating, eating, want to, yeah, eating to eat versus eating for sustenance yeah. yeah. is is a totally different game. Like when you, when you actually go through the calorie count portion and you eat for what you're supposed to have, right? Um, you're going to still be hungry. Like you're never going to be satisfied. And that shows you you're doing things the right way, especially if you actually get in the gym and you start lifting and everything, mm -hmm. it increases your metabolism. So you need to take in more calories. So now you're taking in even more calories, but you still are hungry Yeah, because it, it just amplifies you that much. But I do want to give you this like, for the whole bar side. As long as you just that Friday and Saturday, you're just doing liquor instead of beer at least liquor metastasizes faster oh yeah so it gets in your system out your system you just got to worry about putting it in the sugary drinks so uh, <laughs> may maybe just a, a straight uh, finger to a whiskey for you every friday or something like that no no soda <laughs> yeah just yeah whiskey straight can't up do, can't do jack and coke anymore just take out the coke just I don't like Jack I like to have my drinks straight more or less but lately gin and tonic has been a thing so oh, I don't know if tonic, tonic is bad or not I'd, I'd have to look more into the effects the of tonic. tonic. I haven't done that. It looks clear, so you're like, I think it's good for you. <laughs> There's no calories in this clear <laughs> shit. It's like, it's like water. It's like water. No, it's sweet, so yeah, it's still going to... So we're, we're, we're coming up towards the end, and, and where I really want to just finish off very quickly is just talk about the number one obstacle you guys ran into um, and just getting to where you are now, and yeah. then um, what advice you would give 
to an upcoming entrepreneur about getting past uh, their own mm. number one obstacle? You want to start it off? Or you want me to go with it? Uh, I was, well, go ahead, Jack. Oh, I guess I'm starting off then. <laughs> so for me, it's literally three things. Uh, have a team. Having a team is one of the hardest things to ever really, uh, to really uh, acquire because mm-hmm. of the fact you have to vet people. And based on how you, um, based on how you create your team, it can either help build you or they can destroy you in ways you cannot believe. Second thing is, you know, um, having your own facility or funding for a facility. Like that's something we're struggling with right now, but over time we're, we'll figure it out. You know, it, it's yeah. just something that may take a bit of luck and just may take some time for, you know, access to capital, that kind of stuff. It just comes with it, you know? Yeah. But the last thing that I can definitely say as an entrepreneur is that drive. The moment you feel like you can't do it anymore, you have to keep going. Because once mm-hmm. you give up on your passion, no one else will pick it up for you. Once yes, you're sir. done, it is done. So just keep going, honestly. Only you can control your passion. Exactly. Yeah. And then and then I um that's i completely agree with jay on 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 his points the 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 team that you have that you build around yourself is number one because um if you start having holes in your ship um and no one to cover them then then it's a sinking ship and those rats will run out the first Mm -hmm. chance they get um uh, second uh, is of course the funding money is is really hard to find but if you determined you can always find like-minded people who may have mm-hmm. uh, funds because every time i opened any kind of business i was always i didn't have money and then somehow um you either borrow it or, or you find somebody who's who's interested and you go in halves sometimes you have a perception that you may need money to do something but you if you're if you're with it you can always find ways around it you can always mm-hmm. find ways to do something that's cheaper like i have a restaurant all these restaurants around us spend millions of dollars on renovations, on, on building it, and then they go out of business. When I opened Pushkin, it was funny. We spent like 70 grand to open wow. it, and we made it look like we spent half a million dollars or more. And we've been there for eight years. I've had my neighbors who invested millions. They just dump money. They have money, but they don't have uh, determination. They don't have idea. For them, it's just like, Fuck it, you know, I have this money, I have let, more money. Let somebody else do it. Yeah, so they they, yeah. they they invest this money. So there's already a place that someone just invested a million dollars into remodeling. And then they come in and just destroy everything and build a new thinking, oh, but just because our place looks like this, people are going to come. And people come for first two weeks. Then they see that, okay, these guys are, this, mm. this sucks. They, they leave your reviews and then they kill your business. And I've seen like three, four of my neighbors like that just dump money. So money alone is not the thing. You have to obviously have money, but also have an have an idea and go after your goal because just money alone without without everything else doesn't so under understanding how how the money works and then what your actual startup cost is just yeah. just being able to you know throw a price tag on top of everything walk through a hobby lobby gear one imports whatever you need to, yeah. to decorate the crap out of something you, you don't, you don't, have, you don't if have you have to, to like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't matter because Get innovative. Get innovative. Start Get thinking innovative. out. Thinking outside the box. I would say thinking outside the box would be number one thing. All right, gentlemen. So. I appreciate your time immensely for uh, being here with me, Thank Jay. You. I. Jay, it's I'll my pleasure. Hey, 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 hey,
we'll make it work. Make it work. Uh, I just want to appreciate you guys. Uh, guys want pure experiences, whether they're you know Caribbean or, or Southern friends or you know some Russian good Russian food. <laughs> uh, on top of uh, everything that's going, like you said, he's Armenian, so don't don't. Yeah. <laughs> Please come to my restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, talking about your team and your partnerships, I want to thank uh, Icon Industries for this lovely facility. Yeah. Uh, setting everything up here. You guys are awesome. As always, Zabi Exclusives, uh, me, myself, Adventures Training, uh, getting everything going on and, and nice. rolling downhill. And uh, thank you guys for joining us today. We'll see you guys next time.